Hello, my name is Latoya Deshus and welcome to The Orpor. This is your podcast for spiritual insight from a Bible-believing, tongue-speaking woman of faith who has been called to such a time as this. If you are looking for spiritual encouragement grounded in the truth of God's word, then have a seat and relax as I pour the oil of gladness according to Psalm 45, 7. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companion. Hello, God's Bride. Welcome to another episode of The Oil Pour. It is such a pleasure. I just want to say thank you for tuning in to yet again another episode. If this is your first time tuning in, go ahead, hit the follow button. And for those of you who are already following Preparing the Bride, the channel, please go ahead and leave us a review. Leave a review. When you leave a review, this podcast gets pushed to the top so it can reach a larger audience. I'd also like to announce that the most recent countries that have tuned into Preparing the Bride is, wait for it, Spain, the Netherlands, Ireland, Peru, Austria, and Malawi. Wow, thank you so much. It's always exciting to see the new countries that have tuned in from around the world. This is a global podcast. It is clear. We have tons of viewers, I mean listeners, not viewers, listeners. Uh, majority is, of course, here in the United States. Um, and it's always so exciting to know that countries like Malawi, places I probably won't get a chance to visit, um, but maybe I will, you know? So thank you so much for tuning into the episode. So I want to share a bit before I start on what I what I really want to get to today. Um, I want to say for the past two weeks, I have been, It's it feels like it's been warfare. I started a course, it's called Surrendering the Secret, and it is for post-abortive women, and I'm probably going to link that in the show notes. It's for abortive women, and let me tell you, okay, so far I've been starting this, It Satan is not thrilled that I have to come alongside women, other women, as we get stronger together and equipped for the ministry. Because there are so many women who are hurting. Um, you guys won't believe the numbers. These are women, right, who sit next to you in church, who, you know, they have a secret. And you won't know unless you begin to tell them and, you know, of course, make them feel like you're a safe person that they can share with you. you you'll never know it. Anyways, I just wanted to share that. Also, too, I have been trying to wake up at 5 a.m. Let me tell you, 5 a.m. and seek the Lord, seek the Holy Spirit, and seek his desire and his will for me. It's not been easy. It hasn't been easy, but I have been striving to seek first the kingdom, especially with the kingdom of darkness becoming more and more brazen and more bold in the times that we are now it is like looking at Sodom and Gomorrah, the, the amount of debauchery, the amount of idol worship, the amount of self-worship that we see happening. It, um, let's just praise be to God. Let's pr begin to praise our God because our redemption is drawing that. And if you can probably tell from my voice, it is a little scratchy. 
Uh, seems like I'm losing my voice a little bit again. Uh, I don't know why. I have not been speaking much. Trying not to speak much. And seek the Lord more. Maybe I could just be a little bit tired too. My body, my body's way of saying, Toya, you need some rest. So let's jump into this. One of the things I want to talk about today is unity and the two commands we've been giving. You all know that we've been given two commands and those are to love God with all of our hearts, our mind, our soul, our flesh, our strength. And the other is to like our neighbor like we like ourselves. Did I say that correctly? Of course not. No, it says to love our neighbors as we love ourselves, like we love ourselves. Bible doesn't call us to like them, calls us to love them. Love is an action. It is a verb and it's a call to action. I just want to shout that out. Uh, for people in the back, love is a call to action. I'd like to ask a question. How many of you know that the whole earth is groaning for us, the bride, sons and daughters of God to be revealed? The Bible says that the whole earth is groaning and waiting for the eager expectation of the sons of God to be revealed. And this is my own personal belief. I believe that the only way that is going to happen is when we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That is quoted directly from Ephesians 4, talking about unity of the body. There is a disunity going on. And if you're like me and you watch YouTube and you are probably subscribed to some of the major Christian YouTuber platforms, then you will probably see that there is quite a significance of Christians who are attacking other Christians in the sense that sometimes it's true, right? Some of the things that they have to say, is it's, there's some truth to it. Uh, however, I believe that it's still disunity because we have one faith, one Lord, one baptism, one God, and we've been united into one spirit, just one. There is not that denomination or this denomination or that sect or this sect. We're all one. And Jesus said it himself, right? A kingdom divided divided against itself cannot stand. He also says, how can Satan cast out Satan? We are a kingdom bride of Christ. We are and we have to unite so that we can stand against our common enemy. I don't know if you guys have watched some of the old, old war movies, Kingdom Against Kingdom, This Kingdom, or the old monarchs, right? The old kingdoms where you have the commoners, I'm thinking about that Mel Gibson movie, the commoners who are going up against the the, the kingdom because maybe the king didn't do what he was supposed to do or maybe he betrayed them or he something happened right and so you see the communists coming up together trying to come up against the kingdom and usually they they fail right because the king is the kingdom is so is so strong and he has his allies but anyways 
I just wanted to paint that picture a little bit because when a kingdom is divided against itself, it will not be able to stand. And we are a kingdom. So why is the bride of Christ fighting itself? Or why is she fighting herself? Can you even just see that image? It doesn't look pretty. It's That's an insane person. And here in the United States, we would probably put that person in some sort of facility because clearly this person is having issues with their own body. They're having issues with their own self. And so they attack themselves. And so I'd like to think that all of this goes back to the motivation of the heart. I mean, Paul says in the book of James, we'll cause his quarrels and fights among you. These come from the desire that battle within you. And if you tune in last week, you know that when he says within you, he's re referencing man's core, man's center, your heart. It's the motivation of your heart. So I'd like to think there are so many of us who are puffed up, having all kinds of knowledge, but that is not the way that we learn Christ, right? Paul says, for all the knowledge that I gained, I count all his loss. I count all his poop, dung, so that we may gain Christ. And the same thing follows here with us believers. The same thing follows or should follow us as the bride. We should count all of our knowledge, all of it, as dung so that we may gain Christ. My prayer is that we would put on the whole armor of God and wage war against the enemy and not one another. I know that some, like Paul says, have crept in and really truly have, you know, built up lies and deceit and they've wrapped it up so good. It looks like gospel truth, but really isn't. And then all, on top of that too, there's so many divisions among us. Like that's not we can't be so divided that's not how this works we have to be united we have to and i'm emphasizing that because this is how we wage war against the enemy there's no reason why there's a reason why the statistics of the the just the numbers of moral decline as it continues to erode at all of society the reason for that is because of the disunity of the church that's what's going on here. That's what's really happening. And we really have to begin to really just put off all that we think we know and all that we've learned. Oh gosh, you know, and to begin to love one another. Two commands, God says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You, we have to walk in that obedience because that is the way that we will win. That is the way that we conquer. Love drives out all hate. Love drives out all fear. There's nothing that can come against love. Nothing. There's nothing that can come against love. Remember that. The power of love is so strong, it led Jesus to the cross. And when it led Jesus to the cross, his love being so strong and so strengthened, magnified throughout the whole, my goodness, just the earth and even under the earth, it rose him up three days later. Love did that. Love gave Jesus that, and he pushed through. The kingdom of darkness and he came and he was alive three days later love did that love is what conquers all of the fears all of the lies all of the deceits all of the darkness love drives it all out there's no other weapon that we as believers have and so if you want to know where the lie is we have to give ear to the soft and gentle whisper of the holy spirit and he will lead us into all truth.
Because the Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the way leads to death. So this is going back to what we think we know. We don't know anything. What we should know is Christ and him crucified above everything else. Right? When someone comes to you, well, what do you know? What is it? Why are you here? Why are you preaching, Toya? Why are you, why, who gives you the right to have a podcast and begin to speak to countries all over the world or people that would tune into this episode or this show? What gives you the right? Well, here it is. I know Christ and I know Christ crucified. I know that he loves me. I know that I once was a sinner and Christ died. And when Christ died, even while I was yet still a sinner, Christ died. His strong love for me died for me while I was still a sinner. And because I know that Christ died, amen, I know that I have the power over death, hell, and the grave because he did. He had the power over death, hell, and the grave. And he gets to stand in victory. And because he stands in victory, I stand in victory. Why? Because he is on the very inside of me. How did he get there, Toya? I asked him. I invited him in. I said, Lord, here, take all of me. So this is what I know. And then, of course, the Holy Bible. And then, of course, being led by the Holy Spirit, which leads me into all truth. This is what I know. So we must make peace with every single person among us. We have to see to it as believers. Like Paul says, we've come so, you know what? Just a little tangent here. We've come so far from Christianity of yesteryear. Paul says that we ought to make every effort to make peace with all men because the day is drawing near and we've been given two commands along with do not fear for every single day of the year our Lord has left us with two commands two, love God and love your neighbor I don't need to tell you who your neighbor is. You know who it is. You know it's that person that you just seem, can't seem to get along with. That person just irks you. You know who they are. Go love them. Be a light. Be a light in their vicinity. You may be the only light that they'll ever get to see. Be that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to another episode. i just like to say that I love you. I bless you and I have faith in you. Be blessed.